everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. Welcome. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to a greater calling in your life, to live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. And today I want to talk about, I'm, I'm entitling this podcast, It's Hard to Say Goodbye. And this applies in business and in life, right? And when we're trying to figure out what we're doing, what we want to do with our lives, what we want to do with our careers, or if we want to move, if we have something big on the horizon that we're thinking about and we're considering, often we get caught up in the past. And as you can see, this does also apply to our personal lives as well. So I want to talk about um, saying goodbye, knowing when to let go, you know, knowing when you're grasping too tightly to something that's no longer working for you, knowing when it's time to release it. And like I said, this is going to probably go back and forth between business and personal because I do think that these concepts are, um, well, they just translate into both, right? And so, I think what happens for us is we start to think, well, I have this new idea. You know, I've talked to a lot of coaching clients who are like, I have this dream in my heart or God's put this thing, um, this dream in my mind and in my heart and I really want to follow it, but, right? So there's always a but. Um, and you know, when I ask questions and we kind of start to uncover what's going on or why they're hesitating to move forward in this new venture, a lot of times it's because they feel like they've invested so much in something else. So imagine this, you're going to change careers or maybe, um, you know, you're really feeling the nudge to start your, your own business or start your own nonprofit. And there's something that you really want to do and it's on your heart and you are so excited about this idea. And when you think about the job that you're currently in or the thing that you're currently doing and you sort of feel heavy and you feel like darker. And sometimes I'll be talking to clients and I'll ask them, okay, so imagine that you do start this new venture. How do you feel? And they'll literally be an uplift in their voice. Like they get super excited. They're like, oh my gosh, well, I'm so excited to tell people what I'm doing and like share it with people in my neighborhood. And all of this like kind of energy around it is so positive and light. And when they think of staying in, in the position that they're in or in the career that they're in or maybe doing the work that they've been doing, um, that feels darker and heavier and their voice changes there too. But it's more like, oh, I don't know, you know, it's stressful or I feel like it's no longer in alignment, it's no longer for me, or I don't feel comfortable there, or I dread going to work, or I, you know, so the, the, the feelings that are associated with the thing that they've been doing are negative and the feelings associated with the thing they want to do are positive. And so it feels like all systems go and they're excited and they want to do this thing. And then I'll ask them, so tell me what's, What's getting in the way? Why are you hesitating? Or what are you waiting for, right? These are some questions I might ask. And they'll say, 
Well, it's just that I've put so much time and money into the thing that I'm doing now. And even though I know it's no longer working for me, I just feel like I really can't give it up. I mean, I've sunk all this time and money into it. And so they feel stuck. Like they cannot say goodbye to this thing because of the investment that they've made in it. All right, so let's take it to the personal side, right? Think back to when you were dating or maybe you're dating now and you know that it's no longer working with your boyfriend. You know it and you want to break up with him. You want to move on. You feel like there's brighter days ahead, right? But you feel like, well, I've invested like two years in this guy and I'm around that age where I want to have a baby and I want to get married. And so, I mean, I can't just throw away that two years investment. And I just want to say, yes, you can. And it's not throwing it away and nothing is wasted. But if you don't say goodbye to the boyfriend or to the job where you feel stuck, then you cannot move forward into the life that God has for you and that you really want. The life where you're thriving, the abundant life where you're living in alignment with who you are, who you're created to be, your gifts and talents and your strengths. And so you're holding yourself back by believing that you can't move on because of a past investment, okay? And um, I was listening to a podcast and she was talking about this from an economic point of view and it's called sunk cost, okay? And really what this is all about is that when you're making a decision moving forward, you really can only look at what's happening now and what's going to happen in the future to make your decision. You really can't look at what you've put into something in the past. So I looked it up. Um, you know, I went ahead and I just put it in Google, sunk cost or sunken cost. And it says sunk cost refers to money that has already been spent and which cannot be recovered. And so we can think of any kind of resource like this, right? So in the example of our relationship, we're looking at time spent, um, emotional uh, energy spent in the relationship, right? In business, the axiom that one has to spend money to make money is reflected in the phenomenon of the sunk cost. A sunk cost differs from future costs that a business may face, such as decisions about inventory purchase costs or product pricing. Sunk costs are excluded from future business decisions because the cost will remain the same regardless of the outcome of a decision. Okay, so that's a lot of like, I feel like accounting talk. <laughs> but it says in business, sunk costs are typically not included in consideration when making future decisions as they are seen as irrelevant to current and future concerns. Okay, so we have to let go of this idea that if we spent any time or any money on one thing, that we have to stay in that thing forever. We have to let go of this. It is hard to say goodbye, but you can think of this as you weren't wasting time. You weren't wasting emotional energy. You weren't wasting money. You were investing, you were learning, and now moving forward, you can leverage what you've learned and 
bring that into the new venture that you're pursuing. Okay, so you might have been, you know, you might have made some mistakes in your past or like spent some money you shouldn't have spent or invested in a lot of training that now no longer um, is going to apply. Like for instance, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a certified yoga teacher. I'm registered with the Yoga Alliance. There's a lot of money that has been spent, um, you know, registering with the Yoga Alliance, paying for training, paying for um, continuing education, um, buying all the mats for my classes, buying all the blankets for my classes, buying all the blocks for my classes, um, marketing for all of my classes, building an email list for my classes, the time, the money, and the resources that have been spent over the last seven years to teach yoga um, give me pause or gave me pause when I was thinking, okay, well, I no longer want to teach yoga. It just no longer fits with what I'm doing. And I'm so excited about the coaching and I'm so excited about the membership and the online courses that I am just, I, I can't right now teach yoga. And I have shifted now and I don't want to teach yoga no longer do I want to teach yoga at this point? And so I had to think about this and think, okay, I invested a lot of time and money in this, but it is not wasted. All that I've learned in yoga training is so transferable to everything that I'm doing in coaching. I'm grateful that I invested in that training. All the people that I've met, all the contacts that I have, all of that time I spent marketing classes and meeting people and making an email list and coming up with a waiver and making sure I had insurance and running the yoga business has completely 100% helped me as I move forward into the coaching business, knowing what to do and what not to do. I have learned from my experience. And so I gained experience, I gained knowledge, I gained wisdom, I gained some discernment, right? I gained contacts, I gained information about how to do all of those things like a website and an email list and marketing and making a flyer and using Canva. And, um, and that's all stuff that doesn't even have anything to do with the yoga. But I also learned <laughs> how to breathe, how to calm my central nervous system, how to remain calm in chaotic situations, how to choose peace over chaos, um, how to speak kindly, how to understand trauma, how to understand kids and the way that they can approach wellness, mind, body, and soul, how to help people that might be suffering. Um, gosh, you guys, there's so many things I learned that I will take with me forever. And it was an investment in myself and in my future. Did it give me pause for a minute? Yeah. I started thinking, wait, shouldn't I keep up that subscription? Or, you know, shouldn't I keep up that membership? Or what happens if I let go of that thing? But it's no longer where I'm being called. And what happens when we're in the midst of this decision-making is we get decision fatigue. We get exhausted because this is taking up so much mind space. So say you're at a job that you don't love anymore, you don't like it, it's not even in alignment with what you're doing, and you have this great opportunity or this feeling that this thing you're supposed to create and there's some momentum there and you're just feeling like I really want to go do this thing but you're still kind of staying where you are 
the mental space that that takes up is profound. It really is. It takes up emotional space, but it takes up that space where you can get decision fatigue, where you're like, what should I do? What should I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So when you're in this state of not knowing what to do and not moving forward, you're stuck. It's very stressful intellectually, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so the best thing you can do is make a decision and move forward. Now, again, this is with discernment and real thought behind it. I mean, I'm not saying go ahead and quit what you're doing and follow a pipe dream that you haven't even thought about. I'm, I'm, think, I'm saying, you know, take some strategic moves here. <laughs> Consider what you need. Consider what the possibilities are. Consider how much it's going to cost. Consider um, everything before you make this. But don't let an emotion that's tied to an investment in the past a sunk cost, don't let that taint your future, okay? So going back to the boyfriend, if you stick with him and he's a loser and you know he's not for you, one, you're always in your mind still having that decision that hasn't been made and so it's going to be stressful and you're going to waste more time and it's going to become more difficult because your, your sunk cost is going to be more, so I hope this makes sense. I know that um, it is hard to say goodbye. And so this may feel kind of like, well, I did invest a lot, right? I mean, there's so many people that I know who like went to law school and then don't want to be lawyers or got their MBA and don't want to be in business. Or um, like I said, with the yoga training, there's other kinds of training that people have gone through where they become a massage therapist or they go to beauty school and then they think, I don't want to do that, but maybe that's the thing I have to do because I've already put this money in. And so this idea of sunk cost says, don't think of that when you are making decisions about your future. So again, a sunk cost is a cost that has already been incurred and cannot be recovered. So people, this is what it says in Wikipedia, even though economists argue that sunk costs are no longer relevant to future rational decision making. Let me repeat that. Economists argue that sunk costs are no longer relevant to future rational decision making. In everyday life, people often take previous expenditures and situations such as repairing a car or a house into their future decisions regarding those things. So that's a good example. If you have a car that's a lemon and you keep sinking money into it, my husband would say it's a money pit, right? The house is a money pit. The car is a money pit. At what point do you just cut bait and go get the new house or the new car that works? But often we start to feel like, well, I've put so much into this, right? And then we find ourselves stuck. So it says here in Wikipedia under sunk cost, it says, and this is the bygones principle. It says at any moment in time, the best thing to do depends only on current alternatives. The only things that matter are future consequences, 
past mistakes are irrelevant. The incurred costs prior to making this new decision have already been incurred, no matter what decision is made. And it says in Wikipedia, they may be described as water under the bridge or crying over spilt milk. And this is known as the bygones principle. Right? We let bygones be bygones. So I think this is so interesting because it's psychology, it's economics, it's all of the things combined that I love. I think it's so interesting. It's decision making, it's goal setting, it's your great big yes, right? It's if we want to be people who say a great big yes to this life that we've been called to, this abundant life, doing the things that we love and using our gifts and talents and making a difference in the world, having influence and impact, then we can't be the people who get stuck worrying about the past mistakes we might have made or um, the past investments we might have made and not moving forward because of them. So yes, it's hard to say goodbye, but often it's necessary. And I want you to think back in your own life where you might have had that boyfriend or where you might have gone through one track thinking that's the way you wanted to go in your career or in your education. And then you changed your mind and you let that thing go. You said goodbye and went on your new path. I want you to think about those times. And I want you to think, do you have any regrets? Or are you grateful that you made that decision? As I was saying that, I was thinking about college and how hard it is, how difficult it is for our kids to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives when they're 18 years old. I'm so not a believer in that. We all have time to figure it out. But many kids start college and they declare a major. And then they get in there and a couple years, a year or two later, they don't want to do that major anymore. Is it better for them to switch? Now, a lot of parents will say, we've spent a lot of time and money in this major, just finish it out. And I think there's something to be said for that. Because, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what you major in. So I think this is going to be dependent on kind of what area you're in. But say you're on a track to be like a doctor. And all of a sudden you're like, I do not want to be a doctor. I do not want to go to medical school. So I'm in like pre-med and it doesn't make any sense anymore. I'm betting that most of us parents would say, oh my goodness, okay, well, let's get out of there and not waste any more money and time in this that you don't want to do. Because eventually we'll need to quit. And if we don't quit now, not quit everything, but we need to reroute. And if we don't reroute now, we're just going to sink more money and it's going to get harder and harder to get out of it. So think about your own experience. Maybe you've had an experience like that with education or maybe with career or maybe in relationships or maybe moving, maybe buying a house that's a money pit, maybe buying a car that's a lemon, 
What in your life has happened that you have sunk some money into and you've had to move on? And be grateful for those experiences. I'm channeling Marie Kondo right now. You know how she was, you're going to get rid of this sweater, but first you're going to say thank you to it and, and say goodbye to it, hug it goodbye. But every experience in life leads us to the next thing. Every experience makes us wiser if we let it. And we can leverage what we've learned and use it for what we're moving into. And so nothing is wasted. And spiritually, in God's economy, right, like nothing is wasted. He teaches through all of it. And if we stay connected to him and we ask him, what's the lesson here? What should I do? Lead me out. What, what's appropriate here? We can trust that we're going to be walking in a way that will lead to abundance and peace and joy. But we can't be afraid to say goodbye to things that are no longer working for us. And it may be a big investment. Some of you may have started businesses you've had to walk away from. And that's not easy. And maybe it's on a really large scale. And maybe it broke your heart to leave. But I would still ask you, was that the right decision? And did you learn from it? So that is it for today. We're talking about saying goodbye. And so knowing when it's appropriate for you to move on is going to be one of your greatest strengths. Being able to cut something loose when it's no longer working, and it can be from the smallest thing, right? Instead of spending three hours on an outdated computer because you spent a lot of money when you first bought it, if it's not working for you and it's costing you time and money in the future, you need to cut it. If you learned how to run your website and you spent all this time learning how to run your website, but you no longer have time to run your website, it may be a good decision to hire somebody to run your website. Even though you're thinking, but I went to all that training and I spent all that time, it's still going to come in handy because you're going to run your website at some point or you're going to need to tweak something or you're going to need to go in there and fix something. So everything you learned is very important and you'll take it with you. But it still might be time to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and make a decision to hire somebody to run my website. And the person who can make decisions like that and not get caught up in the past and not be stuck is the person who is going to succeed and move forward in their business and in their life. All right. So if this is interesting to you, comment, send me an email, um, greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. Feel free to come to greatbigyes.com and check everything out. Sign up for the newsletter. I would love to have you on Team Yes. Team Yes is a coaching and community group for entrepreneurs and visionaries 
who are um, trying to grow their business. And I just help them. I walk alongside them and help them grow their business without losing their mind. And we talk about uh, physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional um, wellness as well as practical things like marketing. And we talk about things like this, like sunk cost and economics. And the thing that's different about working with me um, and being on Team Yes is I'm interested in helping you build a sustainable business and an abundant life. I, I am not going to be that person who's telling you, if you just hustle harder for the next three months, you're going to make a million dollars. And I'm not the person who's going to have you buy Instagram followers or anything that feels like a quick fix. I believe in hard work. I believe in persistence. I believe in dedication. I believe in resilience, intelligence, wisdom, and discernment. I believe that you're building something for not only your future, but for the future of the people in your family and the people that you're impacting. I believe in legacy work. I believe that your great big yes is a calling that is bigger than you. I believe that it comes from God, that there is a spirituality um, covering our work. Uh, There is a connection to everyone with everything that we do, there's a ripple effect. I believe that when you say yes to this kind of life, you live with awareness, you live with intention, you live with integrity, you live with passion and purpose. If you're this person and this resonates with you, I want to work with you. We want you on Team Yes. It's only $25 a month. And believe me, you're getting a lot of coaching and a lot of resources for that. And we just want you on the team. We want to collaborate with you. We want to celebrate with you. And we want to create with you. So we can all move to that next level. That great big yes that we are called to. So we can look back at our lives and have no regrets. That we can live in joy and peace and abundance that is ours. So let's celebrate together. Join Team Yes. Go to Great Big Yes. Lots of ways to connect. Um, If you're not interested in a membership site, but you think you might be interested in one-on-one coaching, I am here for you. Um, All of the pricing and packages and everything is on greatbigyes.com. And so I'm just going to let you go here, but I can't wait to see what you're up to. Please share any stories that you have about sunk cost, any stories that you have about decision fatigue or any time in your life professional or personal, where you felt that it was hard to say goodbye and that this might have kept you stuck for a little while? And then what did it feel like when you finally cut that cord and realized you could say thank you for the memories and for the education and for the lessons, but I'm no longer going to be stuck here? All right. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you for joining me. Share the podcast with your friends. I'd love it if you would subscribe or leave me a rating on iTunes. That helps. All right, have a great day.